Father Matthew is a Franciscan friar and a proud native of Michigan. He professed his solemn vows in 2008 and was ordained a priest in 2009. He has served in Pennsylvania, Virginia, and is currently working with the students at Franciscan University of Steubenville as a campus minister and in the Office of Evangelization. This is a Know His Love story. Well, I have to go back to sort of like before my uh, initial conversion experience where God really broke into my life. So I have to go back to like my high school years. And I guess to, yeah, I didn't really know. So I went to a Catholic high school, um, Muskegon Catholic Central, and I went to Catholic school for most of my life and was a believer definitely in God. Uh, and I wondered about, as I got older, I wondered about like salvation and things like that. I wondered if I would go to heaven if I died, you know, and, it was, and I wasn't, because I was doing a lot of things that violated my conscience and what I knew to be right. <clears throat> anyway, I went to, uh, by God's grace, went to a college called Hope College. And, uh, I went there, well, I went there to to play football, but I also went there because I was really lost. I think that was sort of the playing in the background, you know, like lost, but not knowing that I was lost, but kind of knowing that something was off and that things like a winning, like we, we have a, a really good, I came from a really good football school. And like we won the state championship and things my senior year. And that was pretty much my center of my world. Everything that I worked for. And I remember like kind of within a week of winning the state championship of being like depressed. Like we partied hard and got high all week and whatever else. And I was like you know, like depressed by the end of the week, like, and so it was many, it was many little experiences like that, that sort of was just, uh, made me realize that there was something more, that that wasn't it, so I didn't want to go to like a college where I was just going to party more, I mean, like, that's not, that wasn't it, so I went to Hope because it was a, it was a, they did like mission trips and things. So what I'm describing is a young man who didn't know the love of God. And when I encountered the love of God, like consciously in a very powerful way, like having a like kind of a, well, I had like a, a religious experience on December 28th, 1996, when I was a freshman at Hope, I went to a conference called Urbana 96 at the University of Illinois. It was sponsored by uh, InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, an evangelical organization. And um, I repented of my sins to the best of my ability and was really sorry for them, actually. And God just broke into my life and like a spiritual world opened up. And that week, I experienced a kind of a joy and a peace and also a presence of God leading me that I had never experienced before, and I didn't really even know was possible. 
And so, like, I mean, the question about, well, how did it affect other people? I mean, I think I, I still, I mean, I tend to be selfish uh, at times to this day. Of course, I mean, like, that's of course, uh, but I, I recognize my own selfishness or lack of self-giving at times. But I think what happened post that experience is I began to live for God and begin to be motivated by something that was someone, our Lord Jesus, that was much bigger than myself. So, so the impact was like, you know, kind of going from being a person that wasn't impacting, was impacting a lot of people with a negative example, of, you know, just by doing a lot of the moral things to kind of being a person that was trying to point people to the one who had just really loved on me and healed me in so many ways in that experience although it wasn't it wasn't complete but it was it was it was undeniable let me just say that it was so undeniable that like yeah it was just a radical change i mean that that title can stand alone in some ways Meaning, like it means what it what it says, that somehow in my uh, super smallness, in the sense of the cosmos, that I am loved, that I am seen by the Creator of the universe, and that I'm a child of God, means that He calls me in a personal way His son. So I mean, I think you know. It, you know, I try to direct people back to their identity in Christ. But I'd be lying if I said that, like, I feel like a beloved child of God every day. I know. So, so it's one of those one of those things that, like, like I know. And sometimes I live out of a felt reality. But a lot of times I'm living as a child of God by faith. <clears throat> it's easy, though, for me, by God's grace, to see myself as a beloved son, because I had such awesome parents that they really loved me well and showed that I showed me that I was beloved by human beings. And so the possibility of being beloved, you know, in any sense, like, like okay, I realize that, I, that I'm lovable. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think, you know, like I'm still on a quest to live out of that reality in more of a felt sense on the regular. You know, like I would definitely say that I don't have the level of intimacy with Christ or with the Father, the Holy Spirit, where I'm like, yeah, I'm a beloved child of God every day and saying to be honest with you like that's sort of an ache in my heart still like it's not it's not so if answering like brutally honestly like this is something that I know that I do live out of to a degree but there's a lot more for me to step into for I mean for sure and I know that as a as, you know a priest a religious a person who dedicates a significant amount of time to prayer 
all that. But there's a lot more for me to live out of. I think it's changed, you know, like it's different and different. It's been different in different seasons of my life. The way that God shows his personal love for me recently, it's been through like my, my family a lot and people that are close to me where I can be totally like real and talk about some of my own brokenness the the struggles that I have very honestly and be received by that those people and where they share likewise so it's been in I think in in human relationship and being received by and loved by by human beings that I've I've kind of experienced God's love uh, in a personal way. I think out of my like private prayer life, the way that I've experienced God's personal love is just again for for me it's 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 yeah it's about the warm feeling, but it's also about being seen and being answered. And like even yesterday, because I had a you know I struggle with some depression, some anxiety. I think I've struggled with it for years, but diagnosed about a little over three years ago where I had some significant problems with depression. So I don't feel good every day, especially this time of year where it's dark. I just don't feel good. I'm not... uh, So like to praise God is an act of the will, but it's not emerging from some like inner joy, some spring of, you know, happiness and balloons and stuff like that coming, you know, spiritual balloons coming on my heart. So I was kind of like, you know, it's asking like, what the, what are you doing in my life right now? Like, what do I need to be pay attention to? And, and God has like kind of spoken to me, you know, it's not like altogether clear but spoken to me a bit through like nature, like showing me things. And I was hiking yesterday and I did my holy hour hiking by myself. I just went ahead and hiked and was looking at these trees. There'd been a forest fire here in the Smoky Mountains like six years ago. And there are all these like twig trees that were burned out. And then there's a lot of like, you know, four, four foot little mini pine trees that have grown up in its place. And I think what God was 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 telling me yesterday was like, okay, you're in a season of pruning right now. Like I love I love you too much to to let you you know kind of stay the way that you are. Like there are things that I need to drive out of your life, and some of it is definitely my pride, my wanting to be like the guy, you know that kind of stuff feeling overlooked. I was the middle child, but, and they say this is like middle child syndrome, but like feeling overlooked a lot and just wanting, you know, when I'm not like seen as asked to do something like hurts and stuff like that. And so I think, you know, that's another way that God has showed me his personal love is just in these prayers where I've kind of like, okay, you've given me a glimpse into what's going on and, and sort of giving me some meaning that, that helps me to be like, okay, well, I know that you're doing, you're working this to my good. So that's a way that I've been experiencing his love, I think, also. Well, like to that, whoever that person would be, 
I wouldn't want to say anything trite or anything like, you know, like the canned answer, you know, just, just lean in. He does love you. You're not alone. You know, and that, that's true. Like that's true. But I think if a person is listening to me talk and is, you're struggling with knowing God's personal love. I want to encourage you to talk to somebody about it, to externalize the battle that you have within and to be open to experiencing God's personal love for you through his church. And his church is not merely... Our Lady of the Rosary or, you know, Blessed Sacrament. I'm thinking of churches in Steubenville, St. Peter's, Christ the King Chapel. I, I, you know, and, and it's not just the institutional church. It's the body of Christ. And we're meant, you know, we have an incarnational spirituality, which means God is revealed in man and God continues to be revealed in and through us. And I, th- I think, you know, we need to pay more attention to that. So a person that is not experiencing God's love, I would say, yeah, you can go to God and pray about that for sure. But if you're if you're feeling alone or really discouraged, I encourage you to talk to someone about it. Uh, someone that will listen to you and that will will enter into, you know, the struggle with you. Might say a prayer with you or might just listen. And I think. And I know that it's theologically sound to say that you can experience God's love through them. And and that's it's just that's the concrete way in which God reaches out to us, I think most, you know, just most commonly. You know, like the mystical experiences and things, those occur. Um and I don't think they have to be altogether infrequent. But yeah, go to somebody else. I've talked too much. Like if I could, I could say that again and say it in like 30 seconds. Like go talk to somebody.